You've heard your pastor say that Jesus was born again. You know he said Jesus was raised back to life. Is that not true? <laughs> Talabasa. Can you just read it for us? Is there a microphone there? Yes, sir. Okay. Glory. Glory. Today marks the day that Jesus was born again. Mm-hmm. Celebrating the born again Jesus. Amen. Amen. So who are we celebrating? Hallelujah. Is that not powerful? Is that not powerful? It's as simple as the message is. It has nothing to do, we are not talking about the blood or the cross or anything. We just say that Jesus, we are celebrating the born again Jesus. I know many people get the message you'll be thinking, what does this mean? This is a wrong doctrine. Who, who can hear it? Is that not true? <laughs> That's what I want to teach you. Amen. And this very important subject. Is that powerful? Is that not powerful? So Acts chapter 2. Reading from verse 22. Acts chapter 2. From verse 22. Lotto city peketi pa atasatapaha. A deliver gasetika asatakabush. A leaky vasoto porokusatakadush. A lege bahasa dogo diviligadush. Mazite koporongo shatabaha. You know. There are things that we celebrate in the church that are not worth celebrating. Can we take our seats? There are things that we celebrate in the church. Because we are, we are, we are a coming voice, sometimes we relax and watch things. That's not true. Once I have you here, I must say one or two things with you that will get you to be very angry. Amen. Who wants to be angry this morning? So it's so important. There are a lot of things we celebrate in the church that are not worth celebrating. Can we read Acts chapter 2 from verse 22? Can we all, is it projected? So can we all read it one to go? Or I wanted to read it as if you, you are what? You are, you are expecting some kind of impartation of the word in your spirit. Amen. So can we all get one to go?
Are you in church? If you are in church, shout Jesus. Shout another Jesus. Is God not awesome? Amen. So he says that. Amen. Can we go back to verse 22? For death could not hold him captive, even in the grave. Yes, Lord. For death could not hold him captive, even in the grave. My spirit magnify the Lord. My soul praise His name. Father, do not hold him captive. Even in the grave is Lord Father could not hold him captive Even in the grave Hallelujah This ye men of Israel Hear these words. Jesus of Nazareth. You know, I was saying something that sometimes we celebrate things in the church that because we we just love to celebrate them. Is that not true? It's like Easter. We love to celebrate Easter. Amen. But it's important we understand the purpose for which we do certain things that we do in the church. It's so important as a Christian that you understand some of these things. And one of the things that we must understand when it comes to the resurrection is that without the resurrection, there will never be the church of Jesus Christ. The church of Jesus Christ is the church of Jesus Christ 
Because of the resurrection of Jesus Christ. Amen. Amen. Jesus is Lord not only because he died. Jesus is Lord not only because he was born and did miracles in Galilee. But Jesus is Lord and the scriptures call him the Lord of all. Not the Lord of some. The scriptures call him the Lord of all because when he died, he was raised back to life. By the glory of the Father or by the Spirit of God. If he had not been raised back to life, Christianity would have been a religion. It is because Jesus was raised back to life that Christianity is not a religion. And Christianity is life. It's a life. Are you following what I'm saying? Else Christianity would just be a religion of a man who came and supposedly portrayed himself to have been God or to have met God or to have been sent by God. And many just feel, feel would have just believed certain things he said, some ideologies and some philosophies and all some quotations and all that. And they would have just followed him and said that this is the person that God has sent to do so and so and would have followed them, him like that. Because there are men who came into the world who said that God has told them or sent them as his messengers. And through that have been able to amass plenty of people following them. And they are so aggressive towards their teachings and their doctrines and all that they do. You see. But we are different. So I'm different. Because Jesus died and was raised back to life. One of the controversial things in the world is that understanding that a man can be raised back to life after he dies. No one has problem with the one who has died. Do you understand what I'm talking about? But everyone has problem with the one who died and was raised back to life. Because I say it every time, Muhammad also died. I think that Christianity would have just been a religion. What makes what we do a reality and a life is that Jesus is still alive. Knock somebody. Are you listening to what I'm saying? Because Jesus is still alive. All the others died. But Jesus is still alive. So as I speak to you, Jesus is alive. Do you get what I'm talking about? And he's just not only alive, he's seated. He's seated in the place of all authority, of all power. He's seated now. And the proof that he's seated in the life of the Christian is the Holy Spirit that we have received. Are you hearing what I'm saying? So sometimes when we say Jesus is alive, we say, but when Jesus was raised back to life, were you there? We don't have to be there. We didn't have to. Did you hear what I said? These are things you must know. You meet a taxi driver and a taxi driver asks you, Jesus is alive. How can you prove that Jesus is alive? 
But you meet a Muslim and say, this is a, that's what I'm teaching. That's what we teach. And the taxi driver says, Jesus is alive. How do you prove that Jesus is alive? Then you'll be there, sitting down, saying, oh, the Bible says Jesus is alive. Then he says, so the Bible, the Quran too says something, the Quran too was written. So Quran, when I put the Quran here and I put the Bible there, they are worse of certain people, and this one too worse of certain people. So how, how if it's all the same religious book, that is in his mind. Yeah, it's true, it's true, it's true, but you see, Jesus is different. Jesus is different. And then that is all. Those are questions to be answered. Is that not true? So important. So, the proof, the evidence, the evidence that Jesus is seated at the right hand, is alive, and is seated at the right hand of the Father now, is the Spirit of God that is in our spirits. So when he was raised back to life and was exalted, he set forth his spirit, the Holy Ghost, into our, into our hearts. So that through the Holy Ghost, we might have, our spirits will be awakened to the reality that Jesus is alive. Did you hear what I said? So you have the Holy Ghost because Jesus is alive. If Jesus was not alive, you wouldn't have the Holy Ghost. You hear what I said? Shout glory to that. Glory. But do you know you have the Holy Ghost? Do you know that? Who knows he or she has the Holy Ghost? If you know it, let me see your hand up. You know that you have the Holy Ghost. That, so I'm teaching you that the reason why you have the Holy Ghost is because Jesus is alive. So he sent forth his spirit who is of his kind into your spirit so that by his spirit the alive Jesus will also be alive in you. Or the risen Jesus will also be what? Risen in you. So Jesus is alive and seated. And he's also alive. He's, he's alive and seated in the heavens. But through his spirit, he's also alive and seated in you. So when we say Jesus is alive, he's seated. In the place of authority. And through his spirit, he's seated in us. So we can tell somebody that Jesus is alive because he's living in me. Do you get what I'm talking about? Through the Holy Spirit. So you don't speak in tongues for nothing. Do you get what I'm talking about? You don't speak in tongues for nothing. And it's so important that we understand some of these things. Because sometimes we just say, oh, the Holy Ghost is giving to us. Oh, the Holy Ghost is giving We just speak in tongues. But that's the basic level that many Christians have, have, have been. It's a basic level. But we have to understand that without the resurrection of Jesus and the ascension of Jesus, the Holy Spirit would not have been given. The Holy Ghost has been given. So that is why we see all kinds of things. For example, we can have a service. We say we are having a service. We say we are having an anointing service. Do you get what I'm talking about? Because we are having an anointing service. And so we, all of you, we are bringing an oil. Lord, I have an oil. I'm anointing all of you. Today is the last day. So let me anoint all of you. But you study the scriptures with this understanding I'm giving you. And you realize that the Christian doesn't need an anointing service. The Christian doesn't need it. The Christian that must not be anointed again by anyone. The Christian can be imparted with grace. 
Did I say that on Sunday? Last Sunday. And a Christian can be imparted with gifts. But when it comes to the Christian, he cannot be anointed again by anybody's oil. Did you get what I just said there? It says, ye men, did you get what I just said there? So a minister of the gospel can impart a spiritual gift. Paul said, for I long to see you, that I may impart unto you some spiritual gifts, that to the end you may be established. Spiritual gifts. Did I say spiritual gifts? But we can't anoint you again because of you sitting down here. We can't anoint you again. We can impart grace to you. If you heard what I said, shout glory. glory. I'll come back here. Did I share something right now? Yes, I teach things that are controversial. Is that not true? I can go and ask your pastor. If you have another pastor somewhere. Romans chapter 1. No, don't care. Take a second Corinthians chapter 1 verse 21. I teach things that are controversial. Not because I want to teach them. But because I think that we spend... We are working on certain excesses that are not necessary. What did I say? We, we sometimes I feel like in the church we want to do something. See, we don't have anything to do again, and we want to do something. And so today, let's just do an anointing service, or this week's anointing week, and we just do all of that. You see, and people, people feel that. Resource is knowledge. Resource is not knowledge. Resource is not knowledge at all. Did you hear what I said? And I'll be preaching this message somewhere in uh, Colombia. The way you are looking at me, it looks like I have to even go right now. It is now he which which establishes what's that? Establishes us with you in Christ and has anointed us is God. Look at it, is it there? Now he which established us with you in Christ and has anointed us is who? God. Are you did you see it there? He has anointed us. Who is he talking to? Who is he talking to? Who is he talking to? So the Christian has been anointed by God. In fact, when we say you are a Christian, it means that you are an anointed person. So, why do we bring all of these things? Because, you see, even though we say we are the church of Jesus Christ, it looks like we are the church of Moses. Or the church of David. But we are the church of Jesus Christ. The Christian is an anointed person. Did you hear what I said? He which established us with you in Christ and has anointed us is God. Continue as a semicolon there. Uh-huh. Who has also sealed us? He has done what? He has sealed us. This is a seal. I'm saying he has sealed us. I have put water in, into this bottle and I have sealed it. It's a seal. Is it a seal? Have I sealed it? Can I add more water? Will it be necessary to add more water? Because it has been sealed. Is that not simple? 
So no man of God can unseal what God has sealed. This is who has also sealed us and given the earnest of the Spirit in our hearts. Now, the writings of Paul are so powerful that this he has given us the earnest of the Spirit in our hearts. So we know that we are people who are, who are having the Spirit. Now, the reason why most people do all this anointing service is because they are t- trying to anoint you like David. So David was anointed three times. And, and Saul was anointed. And that was anointed. But you should understand that in the times where they are anointed three times and four times and all that, the Holy Spirit had not yet been given to us. So they had not experienced the Holy Ghost the way we have. So the anointing services that were held, or what you can call ordination services that were held by them. So you never, have you read the scriptures? You never read from Acts to Revelation where you hear that somebody was being anointed either with oil or, oil or anointed again. But Acts talk about ordination. The ordination was not like an anointing. It was a separation to ministry. So as they prayed, they ordained some elders. That means they said, you see, when Jesus was sending his disciples, he did not need to anoint them. He says, I have given you power, now go. Those are all he did. I've given you power. That was the ordination. I've given you power, you go. So in the Old Testament, it was necessary to have a symbol of the Spirit. It was necessary because it was impossible for any person to have the Holy Ghost in his heart. Because the human heart had sin. So it was impossible for anybody to have the Holy Ghost dwelling in him in the Old Testament. It was impossible for anyone to walk in an intimate revelation of the Holy Spirit. Did you hear what I said? An intimate revelation of the Holy Spirit. It was difficult. Why was it so difficult? It was difficult. So God needed to resort. I'm not against anointing. I'm not talking about anointing oil. I'm not against anointing oil. I'm not against. I don't use it, but I'm not, I don't talk about it. But I'm going to let you know that the services we have that we call anointing service is like a, a waste of time. It's not necessary. It can be an impartation of grace. An impartation of gifts. Why? Because we are not David. Are we David? And no one could walk in what we call the fullness of the Holy Spirit. In fact, Joel prophesied said, in the last days, I will pour my spirit upon all flesh. In the last days. I'll pour my spirit upon all flesh. And that was fulfilled in Acts chapter 2 where we, are, we were reading. So, see, we have been sealed with the spirit. We have been sealed. We have been created and sealed. We have been anointed and sealed. Because you have been sealed, nothing unwanted can come inside there. You have been sealed with the spirit. So when we say you are, you are a Christian, when we say you have the Holy Spirit, it means you have the person of God's anointing. 
and his anointing. You have the person of God's the person of God's anointing is the Holy Ghost. See, when an oil was poured on David like this, the Holy Ghost had to come on David. Why? Because he is the person of the anointing. So we, the, David needed an oil as a symbol. Saul needed the oil as a symbol. So when the oil was poured on Saul or poured on David, it was symbolic. Because they were not born again. So it was necessary for them to feel, to have that feel that something has come on me. But you see, it is not the oil that came on them. Even though it was the oil that was poured on them. Did you hear what I said? It's not the oil that came on them. Even though it was the oil that was poured on them. Rather, it was the Holy Ghost that came on them. Did you hear what I said? So when the oil was poured on David, the Holy Ghost came on him. Is that true? Then the Holy Ghost enabled him to move in his strength, the strength of the Spirit. And David did things. But you see, in this time, once you say I'm born again, that Holy Ghost that came on David, in his fullness, comes to dwell inside of you. Did you hear what I said? So that means that the anointed person that we were calling forth to come on David through the, um, the oil is inside you. So the Holy Ghost is the person of the anointing. Did you hear what I said? The Holy Ghost is the person of the anointing. He is in you as the person of God's anointing. Is that not strange and powerful? Say, so who has sealed us and given the earnest of the Spirit in our hearts? The one who has ordained me. Say, I have been ordained. Jesus said, I have ordained you to go and bear much fruit. How, when did he ordain them? John chapter 15, right? Jesus said, I have ordained you to bear much fruit. Or to bear fruit. You are the vine. And the vine, you are the branches. My father is the husbandman. Then says, I have ordained you to bear fruit for me. When did he ordain them? When did he do that? So all of us here have been ordained. It means that we have been anointed. Say I'm an anointed person. So there is no need for more of the anointing through an oil. There is no need for that. There is the need to take advantage. I said it, you said that a man of God is not more anointed than the Christian. You should understand the differences. A, a man of God is not more anointed than the Christian. The man of God is as anointed as the Christian is as anointed. What is the difference? The difference is that the man of God has what we call grace. A ministerial grace. Because of the calling. It's a ministerial grace. So we are all anointed here, but we are not all working in the same grace. Did you hear what I said? This is a teaching that is necessary for you. Is that not true? It's necessary. But because sometimes I was talking about excesses, 
Because sometimes we don't really have anything to do and offer again. We've preached for two days. We've been preaching, preaching. We say, let's just do an anointing service. Let us do a feet washing service and then everybody will feel. So we, we are still trying to feel something to believe. Do you get what I'm talking about? I can say something to you and you may not believe. But I can say, come and wash your feet. Because you have washed your feet, you will just believe. See, that is a, that's a, it's a baby mentality. So it's not a work of faith. So we said you can spend the whole day. We are doing feet washing, and after we wash your feet, your feet, you are stepping into a new level. You are stepping into a new this and all of that. So we come there, anointing your No, we are anointed. We are all anointed. In fact, that's why I say when we say you are a Christian, Christian means the anointed ones. The ones that are anointed. On this earth, we are the only ones anointed. Glory. We are anointed by God himself. And he has sealed that with his spirit. We are anointed by God himself through the spirit of God. What did Jesus say? He said, the spirit of God is up, the spirit of God. The spirit of the Lord is upon me. Did Jesus say that? He said, the spirit of the Lord is upon me because he has anointed me. To preach the gospel. The spirit of God is upon me because he has anointed me to preach the gospel. Is that what he said? Why did he say that? Because because the spirit of God was within his spirit. Jesus is the, Jesus is the only person in the gospels. And even before the New Testament to have received the full Holy Ghost. Did you hear what I said? The only person to have received the full Holy Ghost in his days. And we are the only ones now, Christians are the ones, only ones who have also received the full Holy Ghost. Say the full Holy Ghost. What's the difference? The difference is that we are having the fullness of the Holy Ghost inside us, living. Full person of the Holy Ghost living inside of us. Those were days the prophets were inquiring to see that day where God himself will come and indwell us. Did you hear what I said? So say, see that has anointed us is God. Oh, say God has anointed me. Say I'm anointed. I'm, an, I'm anointed. I'm a Christian. Christ lives in me. When you say Christ lives in you, say it means that the Holy Ghost lives in you. Because the Holy Ghost is the Spirit of Christ. That means that the anointing, the anointed person, or the person of, the, of God's anointing is in you. The anointing is in you. Do you get what I'm talking about? You stir it up at any time. So I'm stirring up the Holy Ghost. I'm stirring up the anointing. Mandalagadosh. Speaking tongues. Is that not powerful? Whoever I just said there. These are things we must correct. In the church. Is this not powerful? Now take us back to Acts chapter 2, verse 22. Who wants to hear something now? Or you are, you are, you, you are in a hurry to go home? I said, are you in a hurry to go home? You have some uh, date this evening. <laughs> Shout glory. This is so important. It's important we distinguish between when we say grace, when we talk about anointing. 
I even realized, Pastor Obed, you did not realize that Elisha was never anointed with oil. Yes. Elisha was never anointed with oil. Elijah just went to him and just threw some cloak on him and he left his farm. He left Nanette's farm and started following uh, Elisha. So he went to his parents. He says, the guy has thrown something. I don't know what it means. I'm just following him. Killed all his ox and his animals. He was he killed them at once. And finished all his farm and said, let's go and pack up. Let's go. And started following Elijah. And was pouring water on the hand of Elijah. Until the time where Elijah was about to leave. And the spirit and the strength or the spirit of mind that was working with Elijah came on Elisha. He was never anointed with oil. David was. Saul was. There were others who were. But we are in the New Testament. We are where? We are not under the law of Moses. We are in the, we are the church of Jesus. The reason why we, you are, you are the church of Jesus, when it says that it means that you are his body. It means that Jesus fills you. We are all here. We are filled with Jesus. Can I give you scripture? I can give you a lot of scriptures that will make you get confused right now. Is that not true? But we'll get to all of that. But we are filled with Jesus. This is the fullness of him that fills all. All in all. The fullness of him. The fullness of Jesus is in you. How? Through the Holy Ghost. Oh, I thought I would hear an amen to that. So there's ye men of Israel. Oh, Malagadosh Kapala. I'm anointed. As I say, I'm anointed. I'm fully anointed. When the word of God says that it's coming to anoint, what it actually means is it's coming to impart into you some grace he has. Or sometimes some spiritual gift. Because Sunday I said I said that the greater is the one who blesses the lesser. But the lesser is blessed of the greater. So in God's levels, the man of God is greater. Not because the Christian is not great. But that greatness is talking about is like it's higher because he's been given something higher. And that something higher is to help the church. That's what God doesn't doesn't play with his ministers. Says, who are you to judge another one's servant? Says, when he falls, he falls for him. That is God speaking about a man of God who has fallen. Says, who are you to judge another man's servant? We caught him with a lady in the room. So what? Who are you to judge it? He divorced his wife and married. And so what? Who are you to judge it? Says, who are you to judge another man's servant? So the man of God is another person's servant, not your own. Says, who are you to judge another man's servant? For if he falls, he falls unto the master. If he rises, he rises unto the master. That is God speaking on. About his ministers. Is that not strange and powerful? That's God's, God, as big as God is. His reverence for the ministers he has sent. His servants. He has so much respect for his servants. And reverence for his own servants. That he forbids you from speaking, for speaking against them. Even if they make a mistake. And we have all seen the mistake here. We caught you red handed. We caught you. <laughs> is that not, I don't, this is not strange in the Bible. Come on, shout glory. glory. By the same scriptures unto him that is able to keep us from falling. 
Say, I'm kept by the power of God. No, sometimes when we are praying, we say, we make a wall of fire. Like we make a wall of fire like Job. You enter the new and we are kept by the power of God. Where is that power of God? Where is the, where is the power of God? Where is the power? It says we are kept by that power. What it, it means we are preserved by the power. He has told us angels uh, will do what? Keep us. Then it says we are kept by God's power. So you look at your child and say, you, you are kept by God's power. You look at your wife and say, you, you are kept by God's power. You look at your car, you say, car, you are kept by God's power. This we are preserved by God's power. That is at work in me. It's at work in me. Oh, shall glory. Anytime I see that scripture, I shake my hand. It says, we are kept by God's power. We are kept by God's power. You don't need to make a wall of fire around you and, and pour oil all around you and nothing will touch you. That's what I'm saying. That's the babyish thing. We want to see to believe. What is this? The blessing is the one who believes to see. The Christian believes to see, doesn't see to believe. The Bible says that if you yet see what you hope for, then where is the hope again? If you have seen what you say, I'm hoping, then you have seen. If you see it, do you hope again? <laughs> Just laugh, laugh. <laughs> Sometimes you study the scriptures and just say, <laughs> Is that not seen and powerful? We are born for such a time as this. We are born for such a time. Anybody who says we will not be great doesn't know what he's talking about. We are being prepared. We are still being prepared. If you hear me speak one or two, you should know that we are being prepared. There are things we say you never see in any church. Whether the person is an archbishop or say you never see it there. With all respect, I respect all men of God very well. Do you understand what I'm saying? Ye men of Israel, hear these words. If Christians will know, people say, why, Papa, why? Because Christians are living like they have nothing. The scripture says, for we have this treasure in earthen vessel. Look at your body. Say, this earthen vessel. This earthen vessel. It says, for we have this treasure. What, what, you see what the way I'm just talking like that? The scripture, I'm, I feel like just leaving the microphone and speaking in tongues. But look at this. I said, I'm talking about what? The born again Jesus. So the see men of Israel hear these words. Jesus of Nazareth. A man approved of God. The, even the Bible says how God anointed Jesus with the Holy Ghost. Acts chapter 10 verse 28. Is that not true? How God anointed Jesus. See, the anointing of Jesus is different. Is it not different? How God anointed Jesus. When was Jesus anointed? When? When he went to be baptized. And behold, the heavens were opened. And the Spirit of God descended and came and lived in Jesus. He was anointed that day. So Jesus, until his, he was 30 years, he was Jesus the carpenter's son. Yeshua, Yeshua. In fact, where, where was it? They say, Yeshua, Yeshua. Go and buy me pure water, Yeshua. Then his friends will come home and play football. How do I know that? Because the Bible says that after the angel announced everything about Jesus all over, it says the mother of, oh, mothers are powerful. Our mother is not powerful. It says the mother of Jesus kept all these things in her heart. 
Why? Because he didn't, after the angel announced all the things didn't just happen like that. And Jesus started at the age of 12, he started healing the sick. Is that, what, is that what happened? There was an appointed time. This ministry we are doing, there's an appointed time. Everything is appointed time. Come on, shout glory. glory. So, that day when the Holy Ghost came, he was anointed. So he was Jesus, Joseph's son. Jesus, Mary's son. Jesus, is your mother there? Is Mary there? Is Joseph there? Tell him he did my carpentry show. He did my, uh, what do you call it? Table and chair. I didn't like it at all. In fact, I'll be coming, tell him I'll be coming home. <laughs> then he goes and says that, hey, Joseph, sir. I met so and so. His name is, uh, uh, what? What name was there at that time? John. Mr. John said you'll be coming home. The chair that you did. In fact, the legs are broken. Then he says, okay, then come. Jesus, come. Carry this chair. And you, you know what? Go and carry the chair from this woman and bring it. I'll fix it and you take it back. But when he went, he says that everybody went to John to be baptized. Jesus also. Jesus also going there to be baptized. And when he went, a sign had been given to John the Baptist. So when he saw the sign, he knew this is the person for which I was born. I was born just because of this person. See, when God's purpose is different from what we look at, it's different. So that man, John, was only born just because of Jesus, just to come and baptize Jesus and announce the coming of Jesus. This is the latchet of whose shoes I'm unable to untie. So when the Spirit of God, John saw the sign. And the Spirit of God descended. I like that, that word, descended. You see it throughout the scripture, descended. Another way it is ascended. It's like, it's like a, an intentional something, not an accident. The Spirit of God intentionally coming. It was time for God to fulfill his prophecy of the Holy Ghost coming into Jesus. The Holy Ghost came, 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 came. And lived in Jesus. It was that day. Are you hearing this teaching? Yes, sir. When I finish, I'll ask you a question. It was from that day that Jesus became Jesus Christ. There was no Christ from age 1 to 30 or 29 and a half. There was no Christ. It was Jesus. When the Holy Ghost came and dwelled in him, he became Jesus, the anointed one. Did I teach this in Christ? Christ in you? I have a message, old message, Christ in you. It was that day that Jesus became Jesus Christ, which means Jesus, the anointed one. Or Jesus, the, the, the carrier of the person of the anointing. So now, it, he moved from Jesus to Jesus Christ. The Christ. They went to ask John. They said, we know the Christ cometh. We know the Christ cometh. They went to ask John. They said, John, are you the Christ? He said, no. He says, we know that the Christ cometh. Who are they waiting for? The anointed one. How was Jesus anointed? With oil? Did they add more oil again? After the text, he said, no. I went, let me go and see this. Let me add, he add more. No. From that day, his name had become Jesus the Christ. From the day we received the Holy Ghost, our real name is Prince the Christ. Prince the Anointed One. 
Tell the Bible says, if ye be Christ. Galatians chapter 3. If ye be Christ, then are ye Abraham's seed. And as according to the promise. For as many of you that have been baptized into Christ have put on Christ. Oh. This is what makes me speak to TVs like this. I don't speak to people like that. Go and see that. You remove, remove, remove. Says, so when I've been baptized, can you, can you look for that scripture? Let's see what you see there. Says, I've put on Christ. When you put on something, what does it mean? You are wearing it. He didn't say you, you can remove the Christ. So I, I have said, I've put on Christ. Why? Because I'm anointed. I'm praised the Christ. Is that not strange and powerful? Certain supernatural things are working in me. They are working. I'm stirring them up. I'm fanning into flame. I'm fanning into flame. Shout glory to that. Galatians chapter 3. Think somewhere from verse 26, 27. Is that not true? This is so powerful. That's why the Bible says that the Holy Ghost bears witness with our spirits. That we are sons of God. It says that he has sent, sent, forth, sent forth his spirit into our hearts. Oh. Say thank you Jesus. I'm not an ordinary person. For as many of you. As have been baptized into Christ. Have put on Christ. So you have put on Christ in your spirit. You are wearing Christ. You are what? What did I say? I said the Christ that was seated in heaven is also seated on earth. He's seated in you on earth. Did you see the scripture? Your mind has gone to that boyfriend who left you. Look here, it's here. Baptized into Christ, have put on. He says you have put on. Did I say you have put on Christ? So I'm wearing Christ right now. If you be Christ, if you belong to Christ, we belong to someone. So my father didn't take care of me. I've not even seen him before. It doesn't matter. You belong to Christ now. So I didn't go to school well. When my siblings were going to university, I didn't even go. Even my school, I don't know. Even my English is not very good. I belong to Christ. I don't need good English to belong to Christ. Shout glory. Take us to chapter 2 again. So I'm teaching you a lot of things. That's not true. You must go home fully loaded. Some of the people think when you say you're full. I went to meetings as a student. I left those meetings. Nobody prayed for me. Nobody prophesied to me. I sat on the word. This thing I'm sharing with you today. It's not a preaching sermon. It's not a Sunday, so they are preaching a good sermon to us. It's life. I'm showing you how you should live. The mentality you should have. The understanding you should have. You deal with issues as an anointed person. Speaking tongues. Is that not powerful? Yes, so ye men of Israel, hear this. Jesus of Nazareth, a man approved. So what was I saying? I said, 10 verse 30, how God anointed Jesus with the Holy Ghost and with power. Jesus the Christ. Jesus the anointed one. Jesus the anointed one. That was when he started. And when Mary said, this man, when he tells you to do something, do it too. Now it's not that Jesus the carpenter. I know that it's not this one. He has changed now. That's what Mary was telling them. They said, oh, is this not the same Jesus? Said, no, 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 he has changed, he has changed. They let him prove to us if he has changed. So you wait and see. Since when they wanted wine, then Mary said, Charlie, now you are the anointed one. Do something. Do something, give them wine. 
That was when Christ started manifesting himself. Started showing forth himself with healings. He was preaching. Suddenly, some demon there, the anointed, he had been anointed. The whole room, he was preaching in the synagogue. That synagogue, he has been, he has always been, been there. <laughs> God is a strange God. Do you know that? Jesus has always been going to the synagogue to read Bibles to the people there. Like you go to a Presbyterian church and you go and sing him. Jesus was maybe a hymn, uh, uh, what do you call it? A chorister in the, in the what? In the synagogue, in the choir. And when it was time, because the Bible says he went to the, uh, the, the, to the synagogue as his custom was. He was always going to church to sing him and they are singing some kind of hymn and he's joining them. Then one day they give him the book to read and he opens the book and says the Spirit of God because it had happened. It's upon me, he has anointed me to set the captives free. Suddenly there was this demon who was tormenting somebody there. Once he started speaking, the demon fell to the fire. The demon fell to the fire. Say, Jesus of Nazareth, what have we to do with you? Have you come to destroy us? The anointed person. When the demon is the anointed person, you notice know is anointed person. Let's sleep and you are being fed by old women. And all, what, what did you get? Where, where are you? Where are you? And your mother will tell you, tell you, your family, those witches, they, they are so powerful that you don't know. They turn this one to a snake and turn that one to a jobless person. You tell us, I'm anointed. I'm anointed. He says, they were also anointed. They all go to church. So I don't go to church. I'm anointed. There's a difference. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Is that not true? Yes, there are people in church who don't even know what you're talking about. They only do, ah, yeah, yeah, yeah. Shad, I, I call it the Ayeyuga Christianity. Ye men of Israel, a man approved of God among you by miracles and these things must tell you. Until you win, you can't I must win. Do you know what I'm talking about? There may be challenges, but I'm winning. I'm, it's me. It's me. Sometimes you you know sometimes you have this consciousness, you encounter it, it's me. It's me who's encountering you. Do you know who is encountering you? <laughs> Did you hear what I said? Have I, I, I you realized that people who even who have eaten demons, don't you see people who have eaten demons? When they meet, they, they, they want to like look like. Is it me you are talking to like that? Because they have eaten demons. Is that not true? It seems that they have allowed demons to enter enter them. Things it's so possible. We are drinking in the same spirit. We are drinking. We are drinking in the same spirit. Don't measure. When you leave this camp, you are drinking in the spirit. You enter, you boil in tongues. You don't boil in tongues because you are remembering some issues that you are going to. Yes. <laughs> A man approved of God among you by miracles and wonders and signs, which God did by him in the midst of you, as you yourself also know. Have I taught you something right now? Continue quickly. Him being delivered by the determinate counsel and foreknowledge of God, you have taken and by wicked hands have crucified and slain. Uh huh. Crucified him. Whom God has raised up, having loosed the pains of death or the strength of death. Because it was not possible that he should be holding of it. It was not possible for death to hold him. Do you know what that means? When the Spirit of God entered hell to pick Jesus, it was not possible for the death to say, Hey, 
Because it was not possible that he should be holding of it. Uh-huh. It's impossible. For David speaking, then it talks to David. What, who was David speaking about? It says David speaketh concerning him. David spoke concerning this person. I foresaw, I foresaw the Lord always before my face. That's a, a prophetic scene. For seeing the Lord before his face. David. It says for he is on my right hand. That I should not be moved. He was speaking prophetically. David was anointed a prophet. He was anointed a king. David. Say David. Is that not powerful? Continue. So with all the anointing he was anointed. He was speaking concerning the real anointed person coming. Therefore did my heart rejoice. And my tongue was glad. Moreover, also my flesh shall rest in hope. Continue. Because that will not leave my soul in hell. Speaking prophetically. It's like Jesus saying, you will not leave my soul in hell. Neither will thou suffer my, thy holy one to see decay, to see corruption. Jesus is the only one who has not seen corruption. He has not seen decay. No. His body has not decayed. His body is immortalized. When you see Jesus' body right now, when it does like this, you see the holes immortalized. The mortalized body, the, the resurrected body. It has no blood. Is that not strange and powerful? First Corinthians chapter 15. I want you to see certain scriptures. I'll just use some 10 minutes to explain what I I can use 10 minutes to just explain to you the born again Jesus. Is that not true? When you go home so anointed and, and, and conscious of the anointing. So you see that sometimes when you pray, you feel as if the power of God is, is, is working somewhere in you. So you see your legs shaking. You see the anointing. The, that's the anointing. You know? See your hands shaking. So you see your legs shaking. It's the, it's the anointing. It's the anointing. See, the anointing is a person. And yet this person can flow. Did you hear what I said? Then the anointing flows. So it's flowing in your hands. You feel the anointing. It's flowing in your legs. You feel the anointing. So it's like something that's overshadowed you. It's anointing on you. As you pray in the Holy Ghost. It's not for the pastor. It's for you. <laughs> oh, you should be praying. You should be praying. Say, I'll, I'll be praying, sir. I'll be praying, sir. Moreover, brethren. No. Verse 15, verse Come on, shout glory. Is that not strange and powerful? Balata satolo gososh. Ilegu soto prokoto. From verse 12. Look at what Paul says here. Who is following the teaching I'm, I'm telling him? So stir the anointing. You have been sealed with the Spirit. I'm sealed with the Spirit. With the earnest of His Spirit. A guarantee. This is so powerful. That is so powerful. Now, if Christ be preached that he rose from the dead, how say some of you or some among you that there is no resurrection of the dead? Uh huh. Oh, Paul. But if I go to heaven, the first person I'll go and say, You, this young man. But if there be no resurrection of the dead, then is Christ not risen? Uh huh. And if Christ be not risen, then is our preaching vain. That's what I want you to see. 
So he didn't say if Christ did not die, our preaching is vain. Is Muhammad still dead? Yes, sir. Is Muhammad still dead? His yes, death, sir. Dead, dead, dead. Is Buddha, Buddha still dead? Buddha is very dead. His, his, his uh, statue is what is there. And they go and burn incense. They go and burn incense. And they will do like this. They will do like this. Okay. But Jesus is alive. When you speak in tongues, and you stir up your spirit, and you speak in tongues, and you stir up your spirit, and you speak in tongues, no, you are speaking in the language of the Holy Ghost. You say the Holy Ghost is in me. Jesus is alive. The Holy Ghost in you is Christ living in you. Don't forget that. So now we forget it. The Holy Ghost in you is Christ. I've thought that I can't teach it in detail today because that's not my subject. If Christ be not risen, then is our preaching vain. If I preaching like this, even if we repeat the same preaching again and again every Sunday for one month, it's worth it. There's no need to make it look like we, we, we want to preach almost every day. <laughs> and if Christ be not risen, then is our preaching vain and our faith is also what? Vain or useless. If Christ was not risen, then our faith is vain. Continue. This is what I want you to, to really see. Yea, and we have found false witnesses of God. Because we have testified of God that he raised up Christ, whom he raised not up. If so be that, the dead rise not. Because here, he was arguing about what we talk about the resurrection of the church. Resurrection of the church. So powerful. He was talking, Paul was talking about that. How the bodies that are buried will rise back to life. And the rapture will rise back. Very powerful. He was trying to tell them if you don't believe in that resurrection, then how do we believe in this resurrection? Because this resurrection is what gives us a clue of what will happen then. So if we don't believe that Jesus was raised, then what are we preaching? They are preaching the Jesus of Nazareth who walked in Galilee? No. That's how important it is the resurrection of Jesus that births out Christianity. Without that resurrection, I've said every time that when Jesus was walking all around, there were no Christians anywhere. He only had disciples and multitudes following him. True or false? When he was raised, that was when Christianity actually started or began or whatever you put it. And the reality of that is seen when the Holy Ghost was given to the church in Acts chapter 2. Amen. 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 Hebrews chapter 1. You heard something like that, shout glory. glory. So, see, the, when we say the Sunday of resurrection, the Sunday of resurrection, what we are saying is that it is this Sunday, this is just like a celebration. See, uh, kind of uh, remembering what happened. See, but we sometimes, because when we say in the church, we say Sunday of a resurrection Sunday. Is that what we say? It's, it means the Sunday that Jesus was born again. You know. Why? Did Jesus die? Did Jesus die? Well, when Jesus died, he went to hell. He went to hell. That means that when Jesus died, 
His body was carried by Joseph of Arimathea. And the body was carried to a nice tomb by that rich man. It took a rich person to bury Jesus. This is not terminology, this is a reality. His name, his name is called Joseph. One says, the Bible says he was a disciple of Jesus. His name is Joseph of Arimathea. When the disciples were all standing there, not knowing what to do, this guy showed up in his uh, 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 V8 Land Cruiser. Or his, uh, uh, what do you call it? Showed up and went to the council. Say, I've heard that three people have killed my, my boss. Where is he? He said, Ah, is, are you Joseph? Oh, Joseph. Just say, I've come. Oh, Joseph. They couldn't talk again. They handed over the body to the rich man. If he was broke, he wouldn't even have access to the entrance. A broke man's voice is not really heard. So I refuse to be broke. And carried the body of Jesus. That is when, after he carried it to the sepulchre, to the tomb, that is when Mary them had access. Mary had access to embalm the body and all of that. But meanwhile, all that, whilst all that was going on, the human spirit of Jesus and soul had gone to hell. That's why David said he will not do what? Leave my Holy One or my soul in hell to see corruption in hell. Because his spirit and his soul had gone to hell. As a captive, as a sinner, bearing the sin of the whole world. He needed to go to hell. Did you hear that? So the person of Jesus went to hell. So Jesus has been to hell before. And when he entered hell, and they wanted to hold him bound, the Bible says that he shook all those principalities and powers off there. He shook them. As a sinner. Shoot them. There. But the, the point is, Jesus didn't stay in hell. Did he stay in hell? And Jesus, the sinner in hell, couldn't have been raised back as a sinner. That's the simple explanation of what I said, being born, the born again Jesus. Can I just use five minutes to explain that? This one. It's not five minutes right now. So, the sinner Jesus. Say the sinner Jesus. He was a sinner. He had taken the sin of the first Adam. Everything, both nature and acts. He had taken all on himself as a substitute. Behold the Lamb of God. The word behold me, see. John says, says, see the Lamb of God. See, see, see. See him. It's which taketh away the sins of the world. So he was bearing the sins of the world and had gone to hell as a sinner. So just like all the sinners went to hell, Jesus also went to hell. But the Bible teaches that in hell, and, and tomorrow we will be discussing that, that not true? The garden, the cross, and the throne. I took my to explain what happened when he was on the cross, when he was in hell. Jesus preached in hell. He preached. That he defeated all those he defeated, defeated the demons and all that. He went to all the prisons there and started preaching to them. His spirit was preaching to them. It was a spirit to spirit preaching. It was preached to them. The Bible says so. He preached. But you see, as a sinner, he couldn't have been raised back to life as a sinner. So God needed to use his wisdom. To give birth to that human spirit again. So Jesus entered hell as a sinner. 
came out of hell as a righteous person. How? Through the instrumentality of the Holy Ghost. The Holy Ghost gave birth to Jesus before the Holy Ghost raised him back to life. The Holy Ghost gave birth to Jesus. His human spirit went into the womb of the spirit. It's, 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 it's what we is the oppressions of the spirit. We call it the oppression. You know oppression. The working, working of the spirit. So the human spirit that went to hell is not the human spirit that was raised back. No. Do you know Jesus went to hell? If you don't know that, then you will understand what I'm saying. But if you know, the Bible says he went to hell. I don't want to go into all of that because I've said, I've preached it more than 17 times. I keep preaching it. I keep preaching it. Look at you are making me look, look like I have one sermon on this earth. <laughs> Amen. So he went to hell. And you couldn't have so it says, God who had sundry times and in diverse manners spake in time passed unto the fathers by the prophets. Quickly. I'm just using a few minutes to finish this. Has in these last days. So when we say Jesus was raised back to life, or we talk about the resurrection, we are talking about that time when he was born again and brought out of hell. Amen. Amen. So he says, as in these last days, spoken unto us by his son, whom he has appointed heir of all things, by whom also he made the wells and have a who being the brightness of his glory, and the express image of the person of God, and upholding all things by the word of his power. Jesus upholding all things by the word of his power. Ah... Says when he had by himself purged our sins, sat down on the right hand of the majesty on high. Verse 4. Being made so much better than the angels, as he has by inheritance obtained a more excellent name than they. Uh-huh. For unto which of the angels said he at any time, Thou art my son, this day have I begotten thee. And again, and again I will be to him a father, and shall be to me a son. So, for unto which of the angels said he at any time, Thou art my son, this day have I begotten thee. This was a pronouncement. The pronouncement. Continue. And again, when he bringeth, now, is this so powerful? Oh, I said, is this so powerful? And again, when he bringeth in the first begotten, into the world, he said, and let all the angels of God worship him. When they bring it in, the first begotten into the world. The word first begotten is the first to be born again. The first to be born again. The first begotten into the world. He said, and let all the angels of God worship him. Now continue. Continue. Is that not powerful? Powerful. Is that powerful? powerful. Ephesians chapter 1 from verse 17. Let's look at that scripture quickly. Amen. Are you there? Let's look at these scriptures. So when Jesus went to hell, his spirit was born again. Why are we born? Who is born again here? If you are born again, let me see your hand. We are born again because Jesus was the first to be born again. Did you hear what I said? He was born again from hell. 
and so made it possible for everyone. So when he was talking to Nicodemus in John, he was talking about something which had not yet happened. You must be born again. Whoever has said they must be born again, they cannot see the kingdom of heaven. He was announcing that because he knew he would be born again. Do you hear what I said? Then what it, the discussion he had with Nicodemus happened when he got born again. Nobody could be born again before Jesus was born again. So Jesus was the first to be born again. So that as many that believe in this Jesus will also be born again like that Jesus. Remember, he was a sinner, then born again. So every sinner who believes in Jesus is also born again. Just like what happened to Jesus in hell. Did you hear what I said? So being born again is not something the Christian is the one who is born again. Being born again is Jesus who got born again first. Because he was a sinner in hell. When he did become a sinner, when he took upon himself the sin of the whole world. And went to hell, he was a sinner. So he needed to be born again. To be a quickening spirit, or to be a life-giving spirit, or to be a righteous spirit. Because he was a sinful spirit, a sinner. So he needed to be a righteous spirit to come out. Else Jesus would have just, if the Holy Ghost just brought him out without giving birth to him again. Then he would have just entered his body. And then anybody who believes in him would become more sinful. Mm. <laughs> he would just be distributing sin. Did you hear what I said? Mm. This is a mystery, isn't it a mystery? But we, have, we are demystifying the mystery. That the God of our Lord Jesus Christ, the Father of glory, go to verse 19. Go to verse 18. The eyes of your understanding being enlightened, that you may know what is the hope of his calling and what the riches of the glory of his inheritance in the saints. Uh-huh. And what is the exceeding greatness of his power to ask what we believe. According to the workings, the workings, the workings, the operations of God's mighty power which he worked out route route means to cause something to happen says which he wrote in Christ is it there verse 20 which he wrote in Christ when he raised him from the dead when he did what and set him so he was raised from the dead by that working it is that Workings is talking about the working of his mighty power that gave birth to Jesus. So his spirit, which was a sinner, came in contact with the Holy Ghost. And the Holy Ghost gave birth, recreated, created a new that spirit to be a righteous spirit. How did he do that? The same thing he does in your spirit. So when you get born again, your spirit has been has been created anew. When you get born again, your spirit, your spirit. Is that not true? When we say we are born again, is that not what it means? Yeah. But I'm trying to tell you, it first happened to Jesus is the first person to experience that. He had a new birth experience. Yeah. Then we also, Jesus is the first one to have a new birth experience. Write it in your book. That's even a quotation. Is that not true? Oh. If you see this quotation, you say, I'll suffer with your coming. Just go quickly. Two scriptures and then we are done. Say two scriptures. Who understood? Who understands what I'm just saying right now? Who understands? You understand? Shout glory to that. Glory. Am I sharing something with you? Yes, 
Am I sharing something with you? Let me give you about four scriptures. For the sake of some of you, the way you are looking at me, let me just give you some four scriptures. Is that not powerful? I said, is that not powerful? Because you have kept the good wine until now. You have kept what? Is that not powerful? Romans chapter 6. <laughs> Which part of the Nicodemus don't you understand? Romans chapter 6 from verse 4. <laughs> uh, have you read that scripture, John chapter 3? What does it say there? But take us to Romans chapter 4. You come to, let, me, let me finish this thing so that we can come to any other thing. Come on, shout glory. Is that not powerful? Romans chapter 4. Romans chapter 4, Romans chapter 6. Wait, let me see. I have my, once I have this, my Bible here. It's like this Bible was thrown to me from heaven. They threw it like this and I caught it. Amen. 6 verse 4. Before we go to Romans chapter 6, Romans chapter 6 verse 4, let's go to Ephesians. I have to hit on these two scriptures before. You see, I'm conjuring my own theology here. Is that not true? I said, is that not true? Efficient. Kado Odi Adala Gadush. Manga Adagada Azida Hasha. Mango Oshifa Telegos. Telegos Pagataha. Mantaka Pasata. We are telling the world this truth. How many of you guys, how many of you believe that? We are telling the world. Say, so tell them, sir. Tell them, sir. Tell them. Tell them. Colossians chapter 1. Sorry. From verse 15. Look at those two scriptures quickly. These two scriptures answers what I've been saying. Hebrews says it's begotten. The only begotten. Now, Jesus is not the only begotten. Amen. He was the only begotten. Now he's not the only begotten. We are all begotten of God. He was the only one to be born again. But now we are all born again. Through him. Through him. Who is the image of the invisible God, the firstborn of every creature? Uh-huh. For by him were all things created that are in heaven and that are in earth, visible and invisible. Whether they be thrones or dominions or principalities or powers, all things were created by him and for him. Uh-huh. And is before all things, and by him all things exist, consist. By him all things are in place. Uh-huh. And is the head of the body, the church. Who is the beginning? He is the head. Why is he the beginning? Because he is the first to have been born again. He's the first, he's the captain, because he's the captain of our salvation. That means he's the first to have been saved. Jesus was the first to have been saved. The first to have been born again. Is that not powerful? So he says that he is the beginning. Now, is it there? Who is the beginning? Now, now, for some of you who have not understood all that I've been sharing till now, read this one. This, just this, this phrase to the semicolon there. Read it. One, two, go. Are you here? I didn't hear your voice. Want to go? 
Is what? He didn't say he's the last one from the dead. He's the firstborn. Who is the firstborn? Is it not simple English? But this is the firstborn. First what? So the resurrection of Jesus is birth. The resurrection of Jesus is birth. He calls him the first to be born. Now, if he says he's the firstborn from the dead, is that not very strange? Now, where do we start reading from? From verse 15. Eh? Please look up here. Look up here. Let me show this. This is the, this is what I'm, this is what this is what made me write that quote that you read. So maybe oh, I've said a lot of things that you have not really caught it. You can catch this scripture. Because this scripture is self-explanatory. It's English. You might say, who is the firstborn? And all that. Don't you know a firstborn? When we say the firstborn on this campus, what does it mean? On this campus. Or the first one to have been born on this campus. Many people were there, but one was born on the campus. Or the first to have been born from this campus. Meaning that maybe there's an hospital, there was no hospital, and the child was born in the corner somewhere on the campus. He says the first to have been born on the campus. Two of us. The firstborn. The same English is what is used here. We don't need the Greek. The firstborn from the dead. Now before then, he had told us, because Jesus was first of all, was born of a virgin. Is that, do we know that? Now that birth makes him the firstborn among creation. That is in verse 15. Take us to verse 15 quickly. Nancy, are you following what I'm saying? So it says, who is the image of the invisible God? The image of the invisible God. What power? And the first, do you see it here? The firstborn of what? Every creature. What does it mean? All the things that God created. Jesus is the first to be born among creation. Why? Because nobody was born of God until Jesus came. Everything was created by God. How many of you know that? But nothing was born of God. Do you understand that? That's why he calls him the first to be born of every creature. Or the first to be born among all that God created. That was when he was born by Mary. The angel calls him the son of the highest. So he was born. He had the human spirit. He had his body. He was walking around, like I said earlier. Then at the age of 30, because at the age of 12, he even amazed some people. Then at the age of 30, that was when he got missing. He got missing at the age of 12. Is that not true? Jesus got missing. That's what I'm talking about. He got missing. They say, where is the Jesus? Well, it's just like a child who gets missing. When they went, he was in the temple discussing certain issues. But he was missing. He did not, he was not missing. Then at the age of 30, so he was the first to be born among creation. Then he did all he wanted to do and went to the cross and bore the sin of the world. When he did that, his human spirit changed. Because as he was walking on the street, he was walking as a righteous person and doing things for his father and all that. Then he permitted himself and he went to the cross. On the cross, when he was there, he was there as a sinner. Do you know Jesus was there as a sinner? But it's not a statement sinner. It's a change in nature. Sin had been imparted in his spirit. Because the same way he had to take the place 
He had to take the place of Adam. Adam had become a sinner. So Jesus had to take the place of the first Adam. And look exactly like the first Adam in his spirit. You do hear that? So on the cross, Jesus was the first Adam. On the cross. A substitute. On the cross. Then his spirit went descended. That's what the Bible says that he that ascended, says he ascended. You read it the last time. He ascended because he descended. Can we look for that scripture right now? So here it means the firstborn of every, the first to be born. So when Jesus was walking, he was God's firstborn. You are not the firstborn. All the others were God's creation. He created the trees, created the animals. He created Adam. Was Adam born? No, was the first Adam in the garden. Was he born? He was created. He was not born. Do you see the difference between the two? He was created. He was not born. But when Jesus was born, even as a baby, in a manger, the firstborn came. You say this is the firstborn in the house. Is that not true? That's the first to be born in the house. So I can have somebody in my house that I've brought, but not my child. Or invite somebody to stay with me, and we are all staying. He's there. But once I give birth to a child, that child is my firstborn in the family. Is that true? So when God gave birth, Jesus became what? The firstborn. Right from the manger. When he was even sleeping in the manger, he was the firstborn there. He didn't need a hotel bed first. Then, throughout. So the Bible called the firstborn of every creation. Or of among creation. Then he became a sinner and went to hell. So this scripture, it says, what, now that he ascended, there are a lot of scriptures like this. I read it every time, Hebrews chapter 2 verse 14, tells us that Jesus went to hell to defeat the one who has the power of death and hell. Hebrews chapter 2 from verse 12 to 14. It says, now that he ascended, what is it but that he also descended first? So he descended to hell. That's his spirit. His body was here. His spirit and soul descended to hell. It says, he descended first into the lower parts of the earth. Do you see it there? No, are you looking at the scripture there? So you write the scripture and read it. It's so simple. It's English. He also descended first into the lower parts of the earth. He descended to hell. Is that not true? Hebrews chapter 2, quickly. So that you, for the sake of those who have never seen that scripture, I can read that scripture again. Amen. I said, Amen. I said, Amen. Amen. If you are hearing something, shout glory. Why is this teaching so important? If you know what it means when you say he's the first one from the dead and you are associated with him, that death could not hold him captive. The consequence of, I'm talking about the consequence, oh, I don't want to go into certain things now. For as much as the children are partakers of flesh and blood, he also himself likewise took part of the same. That through the instrumentality of death, by Dying, he might have access to hell by descending to hell. So he says that through death, he might destroy him that had the power of death. That is the devil. So through death, he went to hell. He descended. Acts chapter 2, where we get this, you shall not leave your holy one, what? To see decay. Take us to that scripture again, so that you see hell. Maybe you want to see that, whether you go to hell there. <laughs> oh, oh. Who has been following what I'm teaching so far? 
I don't know I've been teaching what why I've been following what I'm teaching so far. Is it not so simple? Verse 27. 227. Do you see it there? Because thou will not leave my soul in hell. Do you see it there? Thou will not leave my soul in hell. Neither will thou suffer thy holy one to see corruption. So his spirit and soul went. Do you see hell there? Knock someone and say, Are you seeing hell there? Now let's switch back to Colossians chapter 1 where we're reading. I think verse 17. So he went to hell, Colossians. We read Colossians. We read Revelation. And I think it's okay. You have enough scriptures. Is that not true, Alfred? If I give you the microphone, would you preach this thing? This is a preacher over and over. Preach it over and over. But we want to, we want to, we want to bring into you that consciousness. If I give you something, I told you last, if I give you a microphone, I can't explain this. <laughs> Somebody will give you the microphone to explain this. Children, this children service. See, they, why, why am I asking them? So that your church going goes beyond I'm coming to church. God do a breakthrough. God do a breakthrough. To know that you have to learn certain things. That you can dare all devils. You will be like, uh, you say, dummy devil. Dummy devil. Leave my child. Leave my child. This so is the image of God and go to verse 17. So who understands the firstborn of every creature? Who understands it? Hmm. This is, now continue on. Before all things, go to 18. Then 18, so then it says, the firstborn from the dead. Why does he say, he says, it's already first him a firstborn here. And it also calls him a firstborn also here. So a firstborn among God's creation. Then when he was born again by the Holy Ghost from hell through the resurrection, have I explained that? by the workings of the Holy Spirit creating a new the human spirit that was sinful and that went to hell creating a new write, down, write that down creating a new or a new or a new whatever you want to do or creating newly the King James has made our English even become King James is that not true creating newly that human spirit that had sin had to be created newly. That's what that's why it says if anyone being it's a new creation. It's a new creation. It's been created newly. We can't trace that person's spirit to the first Adam. We can trace that person's spirit to the second Adam, Jesus. He's the first born from the dead. So he's the first to be born from the dead. That means that when he was coming, he had to be born. The word is here. Did he say born? What does it mean to give birth? Born is coming from birth. Is that not true? What does it mean to give birth? When we say somebody has given birth, what does it mean? Where is it? If your teacher in school asks you, what does it mean to give birth? What will you say? To do what? To bring forth an offspring. Is that not powerful? To bring forth an offspring. To deliver a baby. To deliver who? An adult. To deliver a baby. But this has to do with the human spirit of Jesus. Not the body. The body was there. Joseph had kept it there for him. But the human spirit had to go through, I call it the womb of the spirit. The Bible calls him the workings of the spirit. So that the human spirit of Jesus became a new baby or a newborn. The first to be born. 
From where? From the dead. Is that not a simple English? The first to be born. So in the resurrection, Jesus was being born. Or Jesus was born again. Or the first to be born. That's why we say he's born again. Why? Because he was born, first born of every creature. And he's born again. You two say, this person is born again because you are born of uh, who? Kojo uh, 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 Kojo family. Is that not true? Now you confess the Lordship. Then suddenly the Holy Spirit creates that human spirit to be a new human spirit. Just a new spirit will I put within you. So that human spirit becomes new. Like a baby. Birth. Birth is so powerful. What do you guys think? Go to Revelation chapter 1. Let me close with that. Uh, who understood what I just said right now? So if you have your Bible, you can underline the first one of every creation, the first one from the dead. Revelation. Thank you. Say thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you, Holy Ghost. I can see that some of you, your stomach is doing like this. It's calling for what? Is your stomach calling for what? <laughs> is it there? Why did I say you should open? Revelation chapter 1 from verse 5. I am glad I belong to Jesus. I belong to Jesus. I belong to my Lord. Revelation chapter 1 verse 5. You see there, the mouth of two or three witnesses. A word can be established. Now, can we all read here? Because I'm closing with this one. So don't ever forget that. I had, I have a meet, a, a preaching like, a meet, a, 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 a message like that. Is that not true? The two kinds of beginnings. When I preach that message that day, that I don't preach those messages because if I preach some of you, by the time you go, you, you'll be carrying your Bible on your head. See, you carry your Bible on your, your phone, if the Bible's on the, to be on your head. Say, and then they are things more. And from Jesus Christ, who is the faithful witness? The point is, what we are teaching is not new. So it's, they are all old truths that have been deserted. Because we are celebrating so many things. And we've left the truths there. It's not an old, it's not a new revelation. Yeah, you say the same thing that is there. Finally, when we talk about resurrection, you know resurrection. You all believe this was there. But you don't, you've never, maybe your pastor or from the time from Sunday school to today, no man of God has even, even let you know that there's uh, such a phrase like firstborn. Is it a phrase or a clause? It's a phrase, firstborn from the dead. So you've not even seen it like that before. Some even have not seen that Jesus descended to the lower parts. You've not seen that. Many kids don't even know Jesus went to hell. The, the, the only thing that Jesus died and was raised back. Even in their mentalities, they are thinking about physical death. But Jesus was raised, when you talk, this so powerful, was raised from spiritual death first. To spiritual death. Because sin had brought spiritual death. So he was being raised. That's why it's a spirit to spirit. His spirit and the Holy Ghost. He was raised from spiritual death. Then when that new man, that new spirit, the firstborn, or the first human spirit, or the first new human spirit, after resurrection, write that down, the first new human spirit after resurrection, the new spirit will like put within you. (laughs) 
When the devil gets to know that you know these things, he can never worry you again. When he sees that you know some of these things, he won't he never. You know he's been defeated by Jesus. You know it so much, he won't come and worry well, you. This one knows. Why? Because the glory is manifest, the light is manifesting. In the spirit realm, there are different kinds of lights that we see. That's why sometimes you are prophesying to somebody and you can see that the person is as cold as ice block. Don't, that doesn't happen in church. So do you go to church? Say, I go. No, it's been a long time. So why? Because you, but you just start and say, this one is too cold. A debut and you light, we are no light. It's cold like ice block. If I see as a prophet, the demons walking out, they see ice block person. They see ice cream. So once you are going, go, go and let me show you something. Go, as you are going, as you are going, and you are, you boot your trousers somewhere here. Uh, you are, and you are doing, you are doing like this and going. Then, then wait. Then you see, because there are plenty of demons. So, one demon who is hanging on a tree somewhere, we just jump down like this. We follow him. Hey. That's what, that's what I'm saying. We have, we say, the people that are monitoring spirit and all those evil spirits and all that, they jump. There are Christians who are like that. They are so, that is why you have must be, are so cold. So one demon will just jump and start beginning to follow. Sometimes you even hold your hands small. You don't know it's holding your hands. You are going. 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 Everywhere you are going, you just go. 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 Then he sees that he's enjoying your company because there is no fire. Then he goes around and he invites Adesi Chalimanya Kwebiu. Or Kwa Sorewo. Wan, 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 wan. CCWC. Antiyankojana, sorry. Then he invites about two or three other people. Other demons. That's what happens in the spirit too. He invites other two other demons. Two. They come and let's go. Then they also come and join three. And they are following you. They are following everywhere you go. They are following you. Follow you, follow you. Then they also enjoy the, your company. Oh, that's there, you know. And Bible just, ah, I'll you there any problem. And they go again. They look for a more wicked one to come. Then that wicked one joins. Maybe joins demon seven. Wicked spirit. Then he is there. He is there over robots. They also have small, small ones. And he's doing that. They are all under him and they are following you like this. Some people ask a man of God, why do Christians manifest demons? This is why. And they begin because they don't follow you for following you. They, be, they follow you for their oppressions. Because they have an assignment. So they are following you to work that assignment. Also, what does it You know that. Papa said, one o'clock. Papa said, By the time we lay hand on you like this, pa, you say, Jai! <laughs> Have you seen some Jaimi Christians? <laughs> We call them Jaime Christians. <laughs> Say, leave me. Or some of them will just wait. When you are asleep and your spirit, your body is at rest. Your spirit man is just there. You see two, they operate in the spirit realm. They show up. They are coming with kinky. Some bones of kinky. I've said before, it's not, every, it's not every dream that you dream and you are eating that is wrong. Uh, people have said all of this. In fact, when you are really fasting, you eat. You just you see spirit active, really fast and die fast. Ah, three days, seven days. By the time you see angels are just feeding you, you are eating, watching, you wake up and you, are, you, you can pray. I'm talking about the demonic one. Because demons are always copying, trying to copy and imitate what the Spirit of God is doing. Do you understand? So you are asleep like that, so asleep. Are, your body is so weak and tired. Sometimes God will let you talk on the phone now because they want to get tired. You'll be there, you have nothing to say, take your phone, take your phone. The, the, the one and the small, small ones, take your phone, take your phone, take your phone. Call, 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 call. 
You talk uh, 11. Now you are so tired. Sometimes you even talk with the phone here. And you sleep off. To the hours you would have slept earlier. I had a, I had a guy like that in Legon. Because I used to, I used to study a lot. And pray, study a lot. And suddenly I realized that whenever I open my book, this guy will come. My Bible. The guy will come. Talk, 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 talk. talk. Ah, first day, second day, third day. I saw I wasn't standing again. One day the Holy Ghost told me, do you know this guy is distracting you? The next time he came, when he came, I took my Bible and said, we will meet again, we will meet again. <laughs> he never came again. He is not demonic. One demon has gone and said, Instruments. Yield your bodies as instruments of righteousness. Don't don't yield your bodies as instruments of unrighteousness. When a, man, a big man comes and packs a pajaro and he's following you sit in the car and say, hey, you, you, you. instruments of unrighteousness. All the demons with the big man or they're chasing money now or they brown. The transgressor demons in the uh, Now this is not strange things. Some of you in your offices, some are there like that. Demons are following them. Some are even your bosses who have consulted certain demons and they work things in their room and the demons are with them and they are coming. And you two are not praying and all that. You see, my thing has been lost. Maybe it's a way to understand. So it's, your, it's the demon with your boss there. I'm not even paying tithes so that the Edivara, Edivara will, uh, uh, will be a rebuking of Divara. You are still eating your tithes too. You say, what work do you do? You say, I do my work is uh, this, this work. How much do you earn? Uh, 500 guys. Do you pay tithes? No, it's too small to pay tithes. The money to zero on the boss. The demonic money. You are coming to see things. Is that not true? So that demon will do like this and all the things will follow me like this. Like this. The one you are sleeping, you are so tired. It looks like they've beaten you that day. You want to wake up, you are doing like this. You are, you are online praying. You, say, Mark, Mark. You, don't, just, you don't see anything. Sometimes you must check even your body. Do you understand? So you are doing back to back. Say, I've been praying, I'm tired. I'm tired. When I started, I said, no, I'm not tired again. I can do this thing. Because your, your brains will be telling you, see, you're even tired. So, so tired. Oh, Those are all mind games. The body needs rest. Paul said, I bring my body under subjection. You can't do a five days drive as if your body is not brought under subjection. The last time when we did, did a five days drive, he said, you won't stop again. I said, no, stop, please. Because you just say, well, you have brought that body under subjection to you. You want to just continue to about 10 days. 10 days with water. Is it a small thing? You brought your body under subjection. It's not your body dictating. When you, you, you are fast night, 12 o'clock, you saw an apple passing by. You, you, or some, what? Cocoa, cocoa drink and bread or something. All those things, weird things you never take on an ordinary day. Or a granite cellar. Suddenly, your body is speaking. <laughs> Come on, shall glory. Those are things. Are, they, are these not things that happen to you? That's the body. It happens to all everyone. It's true. Boiling water means smells like jollof rice to you. Suddenly, both foot. You see both foot. Suddenly, suddenly, it, you, you'll be shocked where the both foot seller came from. You, even if it's your last money, you. Buy. Have you ever been in a fast where you have not ended the fast? Something tells you eat to the point where you can walk 
In fact, somebody who is weak and wants to eat, eh, you can walk from here to after the gate. The whole thing is too much. You can walk from here to after the gate to get all your fatigue, all your whatever weakness in the room. When you jump up, suddenly you are going to buy that uh, what? That what? Granite. Just granite, two granite. Eh? You'll be shocked how you get strength. You walk to after the gate there, to the roadside there, and buy that granite. It shows that this in his mind is discipline. This what? It's discipline. It's not a. So you'll be sleeping, then the demons will go and look for some watches spiritually. They bring the watch you are asleep. He said, You'll make him more weak. You won't even pray again. And they give you. I've been having nightmares. You wake up and say, I've been having nightmares. Some of the demons will transform into uh, old women. Sometimes they even use your grandmother's face. Because they can. Some of them, depending on the level of power, transform to some, what do you call it? Grand or something. Some have become spiritual husband. They say, ah, this one there, the lady is so weak. No, I've married her. They say, among them, I've married her. When did you pay the blood price? Ah, do we have to pay? We are demons, we can't pay blood price. <laughs> Is that, I'm telling you things that happen. Is that not true? You wake up with wet dreams and wake up with all kinds of things. And you'll be shocked. There's some forces behind somewhere. That's why I'm sharing with you. If Jesus is raised from the dead and you are one with him, you can see enough is enough. I'm anoint- you can't come to me again. I said, I, had, I used to have a taxi. I never told anybody I'm having a taxi. They'll be praying for me. I read the scripture. There are even scriptures that was written out of context. Once as he spoken, twice have I heard. All power belongs to me. All power belongs to my God. You can't touch my body. Out of uh, context, some of them were wrong. I can really explain all of them now. But I was still doing something. At least I was praying in tongues. All powers are subject to the higher powers. All of that has nothing to do with even demons. We were quoting all of that and declaring, do this demon, I will see you. You see one small demon then transform to a monkey or transform to a dog. Then he's following just Then you'll be running in the dream. And the demon is the dog is chasing you, you are chasing, you are running. The demon is chasing you. You wake up and say, ah. And the demon the, the dog is about to use some a teeth to bite you and you wake up. That's what happens. That's how that's demon. I don't know why I'm even saying this with you. Maybe it's part of what you must learn. Is that not true? So happens. But when you have fed your spirit man, and fed your spirit man, and fed your spirit man, and you are studying the word of God, and you are in an atmosphere of God's word, you are alone, you click pa- audio, ask for prince. Is that not true? You are listening. Pa- this. You are speaking in tongues. You are praying at night. We are praying at, we start at one, you start at twelve. You start at twelve. You start praying. Magalaga, zamagalaga. Two hours. Then you, you go to, you are, you are, you are training your spirit. The human spirit is a person. So just like Bagabi would carry this thing like this, the human body is also a person. So you are doing that thing. Then after some time you see some kind of mother. The same you are training your human spirit. When you do that, you meditate. You pray in the spirit. You feed on the word of God. 
You are listening to messages. You are declaring messages. You are praying. I declare I'm an anointed of God. No harm shall come near me in the name of Jesus. Malagadosh. Malagadosh. The right person is coming to me. You are doing all of that on a daily basis. On a daily basis. You are building. You have a message like you are training your spirit. Folks, by the time that dog appears in the dream and begins to chase you like this, suddenly, there will be, because your human spirit is a person, there will be an awareness that something is chasing me. You turn again and begin to chase that thing like this. Ah. Or you knock that thing. Have you knocked a demon like that before? Because I don't knock somebody with Slap, slap, when the next time the demon came, he said, he's in the dream, he saw that he took his slippers and slap, slap. Demon came. Why would the demon chase you and not kill you? Why would the demon just, because he can't just kill you. He's putting fear. He's making you believe in, that's why many men of God believe in demons, but because of people's experience. I can't believe in demons because of experience. It's the word of God that I believe in. When I talk about demons, I talk about them based on God's word, not... Because somebody's experience. I don't know what the person has been feeding in his spirit. Do you get what I'm saying? At a particular age, it's not your father's anointing or grace that protects you. To particular age, it's your father's anointing and grace is what is protecting you at age 30, age 25, age 27. No! It's you. The scripture says, train up a child in the way he should go. When a child is trained up, it says that bring the children. And they nourish them in the word of God. So the child is nourished and is prayerful. Is prayerful. By the time you are 22, 25, 26, you are already prayerful. You, are, you don't need the father's grace and mother's grace. You are dead. So you must train your spirit. Some of you are saying, I'm fighting with your family altars. Hey, those altars are so powerful. Oh? And see so all those things. Don't fight with family altars. Oh? Don't do what? Train your spirit. I had an experience where. Every time I want to do a fasting, a dry fasting, there's somebody I see in my family, those many years ago. No matter what, that fasting won't continue. Once I see that person, never continue. I didn't go around and say, I kill you, die. You die. If that person even lived to be more than 130 years, I never killed her. I never killed her more than 130 years. And is dead now. But I never killed her. I just want to tell my father, this is what I've been seeing. My brother explained one or two. I said, oh, okay. I went back to my closet and started listening to messages on authority. That's how come I, I teach authority simply. I started listening to messages on authority. And he has given us a name that is above every other name. That at the name of Jesus, every knee should bow of things and beings in heaven. This he has positioned me far above all principalities and powers. And above every name that is named in this and the world to come. You sat and sit on that scripture. I tell myself far above. I speak in tongues, I'm far above. Sometimes I add some fasting, six to six, like we just did here. I'm far, we say this with the Banku, is it okay for you? That nothing cry. Gradually, I crossed that line. Cross it myself. All those dogs and demons and chimpanzees were all chasing me. I don't know where they were sending them from. And all that. We were all chasing my sleep. Ah! I didn't always sleep, you know. You, you can sleep. Chimpanzees and all of that. I don't know. I, 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 I only remember that it used to happen. I don't know when even exactly stopped. Maybe I encountered some kind of force from the scriptures that said, 
It's a normal that boy that is not going his dream. So today, when I sleep, I just say, Holy Ghost, talk to me. Lord, talk to me. Holy Ghost, talk to me. But I want to know about school. I've been going through a lot of things financially. Help me. Lead me to change that. Holy Ghost. That's why you are here. And everything I ask the Holy Ghost, He will tell me. Everything you ask the Holy Ghost, He will tell you. Well, that's what I just said right now. So, that's why when I'm in church, I'm talking about lukewarm Christians, cold Christians, worldly Christians, like us, I know what demons can do. Not because they are powerful, but because we permit it. The Bible says, neither give place to the devil. All your phones, all the songs you listen to is for my case. So, for my case, so what case are you settling? <laughs> for my case, so all the new, all these songs that come, you know all of them. Some of you know all, unless it doesn't come. You know their names, you know their lyrics, you have their lyrics in your mind, you have verbatim, word for word. Yet you don't even remember the last, me- what I, the last thing I said here, or the last message you preached. What was Robert preached? Why we say sing, whose song is latest now? Forgetting all those, those things. You'll be able to, nobody wants to mention any name. Wow. <laughs> you remove all, remove all of those things. Because if you don't use your time for that which is spiritual, you remain canal. So when I talk about Instagram, Instagram there's some, some of you here, I can tell you how cold you are. You may prophesy to you and pray for you, but you are so cold. I can, I can sense it spiritually. I can. Every pro- prophet can see that this one is prayer. I saw a lady years back, many years ago, my wife was with her. I saw a lady at the Richard, somewhere. I passed by the lady. I said, ah, why do I see fire all around you like this? She was smiling. My wife told me who she was and all that. And she was coming for the prayer meeting already and all that. Now she's married to Bishop Ajnasari's son. I just, I just passed. I didn't, it wasn't a prayer. I just passed. But I saw the fire. Like, this, is, this is a prayerful person. So if me, I see the fire, then demons were afraid of the fire. Wouldn't they sense it quickly? Pray. Do what? Pray. Meditate. Listen to create an atmosphere like that. And you'll be shocked. Stop thinking about my mother's family, my father's family, my this, they are the ones responsible. Nobody gets rich in the family. And those things have never crossed my toilet. Somebody gets into the way. I mean, I don't care. Because I'm in another family, traceable to Abraham. Can we all read this and then I'll close? Who has been blessed today? Today's the last day. Have you been blessed? So you understand why we say the resurrection is Jesus being born again. You understand it now. Let's read the scripture. And from Jesus Christ, who is the faithful witness? You see it here also. And the prince of the kings of the earth. Jesus is, Jesus is our prince. When he says the kings of the earth, he's not talking about Otunfuo. Jesus is not the prince of the king of those kings. If they are not born again, that's what I'm talking about. I don't know whether Otunfuo is born again or not. I've never listened to him whether he's born again or not born again. Is that not true? I don't know whether Garmancha is born again or is not born again. You understand? But when it says the prince of the kings of the earth, we are the kings of the earth. The Bible says he has made us kings and priests. Or is it, it's continuous, eh? You can see it, I think we are seven or something. Six, seven or something. But look at it here before. Okay, if you take us there, let, let them see. And has made us kings and priests. 
He has made us, say, have been made kings and priests unto God and his Father. So when it's only the kings, God is looking for kings on the earth. He's looking at you, kings and priests on this earth. Many people think he's talking about Gamma and Ten. No, no, we are the kings he's talking about. He has made us kings on earth so that we can rule in his name and priests. But go back to verse 5 so that we see the and the firstborn of the dead. The, or the first begotten. You see the word there? The word in Hebrews. So, so here, the first begotten. The first to be begotten. You can check the dictionary what beget means. Beget means what? It means what? To born. Or to give birth. The first begotten. The first to be born. The first to be given birth to. The first to be birthed out. Of the dead or from the dead and the prince of the kings. Do you see it there? So if, if you don't understand, just go and look for dictionary and look for begotten. First, begotten. Is that not English? Is that is not a Greek and Hebrew explanation. Come on, shout glory. glory. Wherever you are, just stand up and just thank the Lord for this glorious uh, come meeting. Next year will be very great. What do you guys think? Because every year there's a plus. But before we leave, before we leave, I want us to pray for some two minutes. Mommy is going to pray for all the ladies. All the ladies. Amen. I know you are hungry, but let them pray for let them touch you. Let her touch you. How many of you have seen Mommy show before? All of you have seen Mommy show before. So she's going to pray for all the ladies. Ladies on the front line. Ladies on the front line. A year by this time, you'll be on the front line, front line. You'll be a frontliner, frontliner. It means that you have become an MD or you have become somebody like Sister Sister Jem had become a, some, 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 what do you guys think? Be sitting in front here with some kind of force. With, with some, with some what? Lexus. <laughs> anyway, I'm looking at you. I'm trying, to, I'm trying to imagine when we say like that, when we say it's a year by this and you have like this. What comes into your mind? Do you think it's possible? Let me say, hey, when I look at where I am now, then you didn't hear yesterday's message. So you must go back and hear again and again and again. Shout glory. So lift up your hands. Just thank, I just want us to, we can't close without thanking God. Giving thanks unto his name. Father, we thank you for this camp meeting. We thank you for what we have received in our spirits, in our souls, in our lives. Thank you for the prayers. Thank you for the prophecies. Thank you for the supernatural spiritual promotions. Our advancement in the spirit. Our advancement in the physical. Just thank him. Just thank him. Just give us a, a powerful song. Piano, let's just thank him. Just thank him. Yes, thank him. Whilst we thank him, we want to invite one more me here. Come on, shout glory. glory. With, a, with, a, with a shout of glory, let's bring her forward. Let's draw. Let's, let's pull her forward. Amen. I'm a man of the spirit. What do you guys think? So, should we pray for? I wanted to pray for all the ladies. What about the men? I wanted to pray for all the ladies.
very importantly give us a very good song and stay at the a little bit before you go amen we are, we are already closed are we not closed already but she's going to pray for all the ladies everything that needs to manifest in your life a year by this time when we are doing a camp meeting and you are coming you are coming with sheaves with harvest with testimonies to show shout amen to that it's very important you know last time I talked about mommy when you see this camp meeting it's because of her is that not true in fact she they suggested all this camp meeting last year I don't like to move out quickly. I don't like to move out. All this comes. I'll be moving from my house and be in the camp meeting. No, 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 no. And all that. And she was talking about, so when you see all the things you see here, that we're having a camp meeting, camp meeting, it is what? It's because of her. So even, so even at a time where, and I'm not saying that, I'm telling you the truth. Even at a time where I wasn't really showing any interest and all that. She was like, I see this is necessary. Come meeting. Every church does, let's do it. It will help them. But I've really enjoyed myself. Is that not true? To have all of you here like this. Before you get Dr. Sunday, every on a Sunday is another thing. Is that not true consistently? So to have all of you here like this, it's a blessing. It's like in the year 2020 when all churches went online. And most people did not know when we started working, all this as if it was me. Comment, yes, sir. Thank you, sir. Yes, sir. But like you. Then she said, No, let's come life, life. I said, Oh, this is stressful. Because I said, It's stressful. To be stressful, let's just be playing those videos. She insisted and insisted and insisted until we came live. The first day we did the live, we enjoyed it. And we've been doing it till today. Is that not a blessing? Which is a great blessing. And sometimes we, we share some of these things so that you know the contribution. The contribution in the ministry. She may not be standing here and be saying, there are ministers, wife who don't, who all, all they do is speak in tongues. Some all they do is to write books. Some all they do depending on the grace that has been given. So even now I say I've changed the air from pastor to prophetess. Because the old prophetic is like, pa, 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 pa. Just two seconds, nah, I say, I saw this, 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 this. The prophetic is,